Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today we are back once again with our weekly news roundup. And it seems like this, this has actually been a fairly interesting news week, so let's get into it. 2022 Nissan Rogue Sport looks tech and everything else we know about the compact crossover, and it's just a rendering so far. Mitsubishi L200 isn't the ideal vehicle to avoid a moose, but it still beat the BMW M235i GC. The 2019 Mitsubishi L200 managed to avoid the cones at 43 miles per hour, though it doesn't look like it's doing that very safely. Here's your chance to own a one-off 1996 Ford Gia Vivant. Vivas, I think it's Vivas, concept. Ford created the Vivas with Gia to experiment on aluminum space frame, space frame design techniques. Bugatti takes Chiron Persport to, to the Hockenheim ring, offers test drives to customers and journalists. Bugatti has conducted more than 31,000 miles of testing with the Persport over the last 18 months. Manhart's GP3 F350 Mini JCW GP, a collection of numbers and letters, gets 345 horsepower and a British Racing Green paint job. To put that in, into perspective, that is the 5.7 liter Hemi V8 level. That's 5.7 liter Hemi V8 level power. In a front-wheel drive package, that's terrifying. Get this 2.5,000 mile 2009 Cadillac XLRV and stand out from the crowd. The Cadillac XLRV is powered by a supercharged 4.4 liter V8 rated at 443 horsepower. Honda NSX leaves Australia for good, having sold zero units this year. Honda Australia delivered a mere nine NSXs from 2016 until 2019. Study says the worst drivers in America call Wyoming home. The best drivers reportedly live in West Virginia. I'm not sure I agree. <laughs> Wyoming is quite surprising though, I thought it would have been New York, but maybe no one's going fast enough for there to be enough accidents. Tesla posts fifth consecutive quarter of profits. Global sales are up 44%. Tesla delivered a record 139,300 vehicles in the third quarter despite the pandemic. Bugatti's track-focused hypercar caught on video ahead of next week's debut. Bugatti is putting the finishing touches on its most extreme car to date. Ferrari 812 Superfast rear window could fly off, recall announced. The issue affects 1,063 units, no wonder it's low, of the 812 Superfast and Ferrari is aware of just three incidents. Fisker Ocean, teased in production form, will debut at the 2021 LA Auto Show. The production Fisker Ocean is slated to, launch, is slated to be launched in late 2022. Watch the 2021 Hyundai Elantra N get pushed around the Nürburgring. The 2021 Hyundai Elantra N will likely have a 2-liter turbo with 276 horsepower. BMW officially reveals the new limited M4 competition by Kith Edition. That didn't take long. The first special edition of the new M4 is limited to just 150 examples worldwide. Renault pulls out a van deal with Fiat Chrysler is now looking for a new partner. Renault had been producing Fiat's Talento van at its Sandoville plant in France. I hope I got that right. Ford Bronco first edition being auctioned for charity has already doubled its MSRP. All the money from this Ford Bronco auction will be will benefit the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. 
2021 BMW M550i matches Alpine white body with mocha interior. That sounds really, really tasteful. The updated BMW, the updated BMW M550i xDrive sedan is powered by a 4.4-liter twin-turbo V8 with 523 horsepower. Brabus Rocket 900 will hit 205 miles per hour and is capped at 10 units. The Brabus Rocket 900 has a 4.5-liter twin-turbo V8 with 888 horsepower. Stretch 2021 Range Rover Evoque long wheelbase is coming, but will we see it in Europe and America? The Range Rover Evoque long wheelbase will open up more space for rear occupants. Opulent and all-new 2021 Rolls-Royce Ghost reaches UK showrooms. Deliveries begin in December. The all-new Rolls-Royce Ghost is priced from £208,000 in its home market. You can now listen to Apple Podcasts in your Porsche Taycan, which hopefully you're listening to this podcast in your Taycan. Porsche's Taycan is the world's first vehicle to offer full integration of Apple Podcasts. EV startup Volcon plans to launch a motorcycle and two EV, no, two ATVs. Volcon is looking to establish itself in the power sports industry. 2021 Hyundai i30 sedan lands in Australia, available from 24,790 Australian. The new 2021 Hyundai i30 sedan is available with two engines and four trims. Torsus turns the Praetorian into the world's most rugged school bus. This bus will take, the, will take the kids to school irrespective of road conditions. And it will also make it impossible for, five, for four foot five children to step into the bus because it has a ride height higher than a Range Rover. Daytomoso relocating to America to build its new P72 sports car. The Daytomoso P72 will be powered by a 5-liter supercharged V8. BMW wants you to get used to the 2021 4 Series Coupe Snout. Drops massive new gallery. Tesla full self-driving beta rolls out to selected owners. NHTSA closely monitoring the situation. The government says they won't hesitate to take action to protect the public if something goes awry. Einride Pod is the first autonomous electric freight truck to hit Top Gear's track. The Einride Pod will be available in four autonomous guises. IAHS tests show the 2021 BMW 2 Series Grand Coupe is a safe car that just needs better headlights. The BMW 2 Series Grand Coupe failed to qualify for the IIHS's Top Safety Awards. Now that's a bit of a surprise. BMW Motorrad introduces new R18 Classic and updated R9 R9T lineup. The updated R19 now features a more eco-friendly engine. 2021 Hyundai Elantra starts at $19,650, while N-Line costs $24,100. The Elantra N-Line features 201 horsepower and a 6-speed manual transmission. Sounds pretty good. New Mercedes EQS electric SUV spied inside and out. The electric EQS SUV could have a range of up to 435 miles. Mercedes-Benz GLE GLS recall over Illuminated Star logo is more serious than it sounds. The defect could lead to the loss of power steering and might affect other components. Thermal Orange 2021 Acura RDX PMC Edition lands before Halloween, priced from $51,000. The 2021 Acura RDX PMC Edition will be available in just 360 units. Porsche spy testing weird high-riding 911 on the Nürburgring. Would it be too much to think of a new Porsche 911 Safari? I'm actually kind of with them on that one. French unions angry at Renault over China-made Dacia EV. French labor groups aren't fans of Renault building, uh, building Europe's cheapest EV in China. 
2021 Jaguar E-Pace facelift to include new interior tech. Jaguar's smallest SUV model is expected to receive the latest PIVI Pro infotainment system, among other things. Upcoming Genesis GV70 coming soon with G70 underpinnings. The Genesis GV70 will become the brand's second SUV model. Mazda MX-5 and Mark 1 owners in Europe can now buy official reproduction parts. Mazda is now selling new parts for the classic MX-5 Mark 1 to European customers. Land Rover brings a Range Rover long wheelbase prototype to the ring. The, 2020, the 2022 Range Rover LWB will probably be unveiled this year. Want a petrol-powered Ford Mondeo? Well, you can only have it as a hybrid. Europe's Ford Mondeo is now only available with petrol, electric, or diesel powertrains. Not really a fan of that. Starman's slowly decaying Tesla Roadster shot past Mars. Starman came within 0.05 astronomical units of the red, of the red planet or just under 5 million miles. Ford and Filson team up for cool Bronco Wildland Fire Rig concept. Ford will donate two sim similarly equipped Broncos to support forest, forest firefighting crews. Crews and GM seek U.S. approval to deploy autonomous origin passenger pods. The crew's origin features two bench seats facing each other and can accommodate four passengers. Supercharged Championship to kick off in 2022 with all-electric crossovers. The Supercharged Championship will include roads, no, rounds in Europe, the U.S., Asia-Pacific, and the Middle East. And it, they're basically just using the Mach-E as a base. Fast and Furious Saga reportedly coming to an end after 11 movies. It's possible, however, that spinoffs could continue the Fast franchise into the future. Uh, okay, I'm, o I'm okay with... In fact, I'm more than, more than delighted that Fast and Furious would end after 11 movie, movies. But I'm actually okay with them continuing spinoffs. Because then they can just get completely ridiculous with it without it having ties to it being originally a car franchise. 2021 VW Golf GTD brings 197 horsepower diesel to the UK from 32,790 pounds. Order books for the new VW Golf GTD have just opened in the UK. This pristine 2003 Subaru Forester has just 6,450 miles on the clock. This low-mileage 2003 Subaru Forester has a buy-it-now price of $14,500. Audi RS e-tron GT tees before pacing the field at 24 hours of spa. The Audi RS e-tron GT could reportedly have three electric motors and 700 horsepower. Seven Teslas destroyed as Swedish store goes up in flames. Was it arson? Authorities believe the fire might not have been triggered by natural causes. Ford introduces more advanced 4th gen self-driving vehicle based on Escape Hybrid. Ford says the Escape Hybrid's architecture will bring its autonomous vehicle service online. Ford says Mustang Mach 1 will, will be almost as fast as a GT500 around short road courses. The Mustang Mach 1 has a 400, 480 horsepower V8 and a host of suspension upgrades. Check out Mercedes' EQC 4x4 squared electric monster SUV concept going off-road in Italy. The EQC 4x4 squared concept was built by the same team as the E400 all-terrain 4x4 squared. Volvo finally puts a price tag on the XC40 recharge in the US and Canada. The Volvo XC40 recharge will arrive in US dealerships later this year, priced from $53,900. That is going to be it for now, though. I will see you all after the break. Hey, hey, everyone, we are back, and as always, with the second portion of the podcast, we're going to be reading some stories, starting with the 
worst drivers in America story. Lots of people like to argue about who are the worst drivers, but a new study is examining the issue on a state-by-state -state basis. As part of the study, Quote Wizard analyzed yeah, quote wizard, analyzed over 2 million insurance quotes and looked for accidents, citations, speeding tickets, and DUIs on people's record. They then created a composite score based on the rate of occurrence and came up with the state rankings. According to these calculations, Wyoming is home to the worst drivers. It was followed by Virginia, Colorado, doggone it, New Jersey, and South Dakota. At the opposite end of the spectrum, the states with the best drivers were West Virginia, Missouri, Michigan, come on, no, New Mexico, and Texas. No, no, and no. While we often make fun of Florida, it's reportedly home to some of the best drivers in the country. No! As the state came in sixth, pla sixth place in the rankings. I disagree. I, I greatly disagree. The study also looked at specific violations and found that speeders are located in California. Okay, that's not surprising. New York. You can't speed in New York. There's too much traffic. So the speeders are located in California, New York, Delaware, Hawaii, of all places, and North Dakota. Likewise, the most accident-prone call Rhode Island, <laughs> Maryland, Massachusetts, South Carolina, and Utah home. I'm... I want to say I'm surprised by Utah, but for some reason, I'm not. I'm not actually surprised by that one. It appears drunks love company, as four states with the highest DUIs are located right next to each other. Unsurprisingly, there are Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Nebraska. They're joined by Alaska, no company there, in fifth place. The citation group is a bit of a catch-all, but includes tickets for things such as not wearing a seatbelt, failing to signal, and texting while driving. That being said, the worst offenders are from Alabama, Ala sorry, Arkansas, Wyoming, Kansas, and South Carolina. I disagree with Florida on all accounts. Next, we have the Ferrari A12 recall. A manufacturing error blamed on the supplier has forced Ferrari to issue a recall for the A12 Superfast in the United States. The document supplied to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, also known as the NHTSA, revealed that the Italian automaker's F12 Berlinetta successor has a problem with the rear window that could literally detach and fly off during the non-cleaned glass bonding area on bodywork. A flying component is a road hazard and increases the risk of an accident, which is why the Prancing Horse is recalling 1,063 units of the A12 Superfast. They were made between June 20th, 2017 and June 15th, 2020, and all of them are estimated to have the defect. In the cars produced after the latter date, the issue has been corrected on the assembly line. Despite affecting a large number of supercars, Ferrari is only aware of three incidents that occurred in Germany back in May, with no problems reported from other markets. Subsequent to the internal investigation that discovered the root cause, they decided to issue the recall on September 21st. The fix will see technicians replace the rear window free of charge. With the safety campaign expected to commence on December 5th, owners should be notified in a few weeks. In the meantime, they can get in touch with Ferrari's customer service at 1201-816-2668. Once again, that's Ferrari's, that's Ferrari's customer service at 1201-816-2668 or the NHTSA's hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, you can also go to the NHTSA's hotline at one 888 327-4236 with questions on the topic. Launched more than three years ago, the A12 Superfast is a front mid-engine or rear-wheel drive supercar that packs the naturally aspirated 6.5-liter V12, making 789 horsepower at 8,500 RPM and 530 pound-feet of torque at 7,000 RPM. 
0 to 60 sprint is dealt with in 2.9 seconds, and flat out, it will do 211 miles per hour. Next, we have another recall, actually, but this time it's from Mercedes. Mercedes has been offering the option of ordering some of their models with the Illuminated Star logo up front for a few years now. However, this feature has led to a recall in the United States. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the aforementioned NHTSA, the electrical ground connection of the illuminated badge may have been improperly installed and could affect the, func could affect the functioning of other components. The list includes things such as the power steering, as well as the left headlight and wiper motor, meaning that the affected GLE and GLS models failed to meet the required safety standards, increasing the risk of an accident. On a more positive note, though, the automaker is unaware of any accidents or injuries related to this issue that affects 12,799 vehicles, all of which are estimated to have this defect. The 350, 450, and 580 versions of the GLE from the 2021, no, from the 2020 model here, and the 450 and 580 variants of the 2020 GLS are included in this safety campaign. To fix the issue, authorized technicians will simply relocate the ground connection, and this should get rid of the problem. As usual, all work will be carried out free of charge. Owners should hear from the automaker in a few weeks, considering that the recall is scheduled to begin on December 8th. Jeez. Meanwhile, they can reach out to Mercedes-Benz USA's customer service at 1-800-367-6372. Once again, that's Mercedes-Benz USA's customer service at 1-800-367-6372 or the NHTSA's vehicle safety hotline at 1-888 or 888. 327-4236. Once again, that's the NHTSA's vehicle safety hotline at 1-888-327-4236 should they have any questions on the topic. And now I want to talk about, I really wanted to get into this one though, I wanted to talk about the, about Mazda reproducing parts for the original Mark 1 Miata. Following the expansion of Mazda's official MX-5 restoration parts catalog to North America last year, the Japanese carmaker has announced that owners of the original Miata in Europe can now order official reproduction parts for their pride and joy. In total, Mazda offers 117 parts for left-hand drive models and 156 parts for right-hand drive models to customers in Europe. Mazda consulted with specialist retailers and MX-5 fan clubs across Europe to ensure it offers the most needed parts for the Mark 1 uh, MX-5. This, these official reproduction parts will be, will be manufactured in Japan with modern methods and the highest quality materials while maintaining the look and feel of the original components. Mazda's official range of parts for the Mark 1 MX-5 include a newly developed soft top that features the same rear screen material as the original version. NQ wheels are also participating with the company to manufacture alloy wheels that perfectly match the original design but by using modern technology to make them lighter and more robust at the same time. The list also includes a large number of replacement interior trim parts, mechanical components, as well as smaller bolts and washers. We are delighted to be able to offer Mazda genuine parts through our authorized repairer network, allowing our customers to keep their MX-5 100% Mazda, said Steve Rose, Mazda Motors UK Parts and Accessories Marketing Manager. With the early cars becoming modern classics, it's great to see so many still being driven and enjoyed. Whether it's a full restoration or general maintenance, having a ready supply of genuine parts means these cars can continue to be enjoyed for years to come. That's awesome. I really, really wish Mopar would do that. Especially for, I would say stealth, but the thing is that's more Mitsubishi. So, Gen 1 Vipers and Gen 2 Vipers. And lastly, we have the Mach 1 story. Although there's an update here, so we'll touch on that first. Update. 
Ford contacted us to correct the story. When talking to Ford Authority, their spokesperson mistakenly said GT500 instead of GT350, which was the model he meant the Mach 1 to be compared with. Oh, okay. The 2021 Ford Mustang Mach 1 has big shoes to fill, as it has effectively replaced the Shelby GT350 and the GT350R and the Bullet and the Mustang Performance Pack Level 1, or PPL2. Ford appears confident, though, that it can do the job. Unlike the GT350 models that featured a bespoke 5.2-liter naturally aspirated V8, the Mustang Mach 1 is powered by a modified version of Ford's 5-liter Coyote V8 that's been tuned to produce 480 horsepower and 420 pound-feet of torque. As promising as this engine is, it is in the car's handling where Ford has done most of its work. So much so that the Mach 1 will apparently be able to compete with the outgoing Shelby GT350 around short circuits. Mach 1 has always fit in between GT and whatever the performance derivative was at the time, Mustang brand manager Jim Owens re recently told Ford Authority. Now, the Mach 1 is positioned between the GT and the GT500, but it drives much closer to the GT500 from a handling standpoint. It's above the PPL2, like an entire step above it. We're not going to offer the PPL2 because of it. Maybe in that, in that sentence he meant the GT350, but either way, they're not messing around with the Mach 1. In the Mach 1, we've incorporated all of the PPL2 bits, plus the Magnaride, plus Pilot Sport Cup 2s, plus the calibration, and it's just unbelievable. Owens added, on a, short, on a short road course, the Mach 1 will be very, very close to the GT350. Now, once you get on the longer stuff, that's different. You have the supercharged... No, oh, okay. Maybe in this case, he did mean the GT500. You have the supercharged 5.2 liter that will gain an advantage, but on a short road course within spinning distance of the GT500. Another key highlight of the Mach 1 is the fact that it has the same 6-speed Tremec 3160 manual transmission as the Shelby GT350. Customers can also opt for a 10-speed select shift automatic transmission with an upgraded torque converter and bespoke calibration. A plethora of visual changes also differentiates the Mach 1, I keep wanting to say Mark 1, the Mach 1 from other variants. The front end has a bespoke grille with faux circular lamp elements, a pronounced splitter, and new air intakes. The muscle car also features, really pony car, also features 19-inch tarnished dark painted aluminum wheels with a five-spoke design. Prices for the 2021 Mustang Mach 1 in the United States start at $52,695, including destination and delivery fees. Anyway, that is going to be it for this segment. I will see you all for the final bit. Hey, hey everyone, we are back for the final segment. Audi is faced with the Q2 SUV detail just in time for its market launch in Europe. Audi's smallest SUV model has been subtly refreshed to continue its successful career. Watch Euro NCAP crash test VW's new ID3 electric hatchback. The VW ID3 has been awarded with a 5-star safety rating by the Euro NCAP. Tesla acknowledges that Model 3 rear bumpers can fall off in the rain. What and why? Tesla says any damage caused by this defect is covered under warranty. Good, because that's lame. Chevrolet updates C8 Corvette's online configurator for 2021. The Corvette Stingray's updated configurator includes new color options. All-new VW Golf TGI unveiled with 250-mile natural gas range for Europe. The new VW Golf TGI features a 1.5-liter four-cylinder unit and three natural gas fuel tanks. All-new Dacia Duster picks up, picks up offers... Oh no, Pickup offers 500-kilogram payload for under $27,000 in its home market. As with the previous-gen model, Dacia developed the new Duster pickup with coach builder Rumturgia. I probably got that horribly wrong. 
Honda scraps diesel cars altogether in the UK as low-revving HRV leaves the lineup. The diesel Honda HRV has been quietly dropped from the company's UK range. Alfa Romeo's F1 drivers get personally involved in fine-tuning the Giulia GTA and GTAM. Kimi Raikkonen and Anto Antonio Giovinazzi testing the Giulia GTA and GTAM to their limits. F1 driver Lando Norris samples McLaren Elva at Silverstone. The McLaren Elva is powered by a twin-turbo 4-liter V8 with 804 horsepower and 590 pound-feet of torque. Is the Mercedes-AMG GT Black Series the new king of the ring? The Mercedes-AMG GT Black Series is said to have lapped the Nürburgring in around 6 minutes and 43 seconds. 2020 Opel Insignia gains new 2-liter turbo petrol diesel all-wheel drive powertrains in Europe. The new 2-liter turbo 4 delivers 168 horsepower and 350 newton meters of torque. That's pretty good. Hyundai debuts new i20N Rally 2 car for private teams and drivers. The Hyundai i20N Rally 2 car takes over for the i20 R5 launched in Europe. Sorry, launched in 2015. All new Kia Sorento's multi-collision braking system coming to more models in 2021. Multi-collision braking will help prevent drivers from getting into secondary collisions after an initial impact. Pininfarina launches bespoke wall box for a Batista electric hypercar. The customizable Pininfarina Batista Resi Residenza wall box will launch in Europe and North America. Volkswagen hosting talks with bidders wanting to buy Ducati. As part of its five-year plan, the VW Group is, re is reviewing the future of Ducati, Lamborghini, and Bentley. Why Bentley, though? 2021 Nissan Magnite is a bold-styled sub-4-meter crossover with a 1-liter turbo engine. Despite being aimed at India, the Nissan Magnite will also launch in other markets come next year. Gordon Murray Automotive fires up its first T50 prototype. This GMA T50 prototype is actually an Ultima with Cosworth 3.9-liter V12 engine. 2021 Cupra Formentor priced from $27,300 in the UK. The entry-level Cooper Formentor will become available from mid-November. 2021 Fiat Panda debuts with revised styling and a new infotainment system. The face of the Panda also gains a new sport variant, which features unique styling inside and out. Is this the EE7 concept that's previewing Neo's upcoming flagship sedan? The new Neo EE, well, double E7 concept will apparently premiere at Neo Day in January. SSC's Gerard Shelby doesn't believe the Chiron Supersport's 304 mph top speed is legitimate. Either way, the SSC Tutara just, just smashed the mark set by Bugatti. Instagram influencer arrested after crashing his Lamborghini Aventador into Skoda, killing its driver. The driver, of the, Lam the driver of the Lambo was allegedly racing a 911 GT3 and another Aventador. 2021 Hyundai i20N is here to shake up the hot hatch market. The 2021 Hyundai i20N has a 1.6-liter turbocharged engine with 201 horsepower. Bugatti teases mysterious world premiere. Is it an extreme? Yeah, is it an extreme track car? Well, judging from the spy photos we've seen, yes, it is. GM investing two billion to build the Cadillac Lyric in Tennessee. GM's Spring Hill Manufacturing plant will build the Lyric, but lose the next-generation GMC Acadia. 2021 New York Auto Show moves to August 20 to 2029 amid COVID-19 concerns. The 2021 New York Auto Show was originally scheduled for April 2nd to the 11th. Audi A7 Sportback creator named Seat and Cupra design boss. George Diaz, I hope I got that right, will act as a design director for both Seat and Cupra as of December 1st. Suzuki's rebranded RAV4, the new Across Fev, what a 
awful name, priced from £45,599 in the UK. No, no one's paying that much for a Suzuki, I'm sorry. The Across is the first new model to debut under the collaborative deal between Suzuki and Toyota. Prior Design is working on a new fascia to fix the BMW M3 and M4. The BMW M3 and M4 look much better without the massive kidney grills. SSC's little brother to have 600 to 700 horsepower, Tutara looks, and a 300 to $400,000 price tag. The Tutara's little brother is still some time away from becoming a reality though. 2022 BMW X3 M facelift takes to the Nürburgring for its spy debut. Expect BMW's X X3M LCI to launch about a year from now at the earliest. Renault will follow 8-year turnaround plan in quest for upmarket shift. Renault boss Luca De Mio, hopefully I got that right, will unveil an 8-year turnaround plan in January of 2021. Sounds like FCA's 5-year plan, but hopefully Renault will actually know how to juicing stick to it. GM produces the most American-made cars. Aren't you proud? Two independent studies show that GM builds the most models with the highest amount of US-made components. Nissan wants its US models to be safer, expand Safety Shield 360 availability. Nissan is making Safety Shield 360 standard equipment on 10 of its US models. Tesla starts importing China-built Model 3 to Europe. Tesla will import the Model 3 from China to markets like Germany and France. GM making a major US manufacturing announcement today. Could it be related to the Cadillac Lyric? Well, it turns out it was. Reynolds' new performance models could feature Alpine branding. This will be applied to certain Renault models that fit Alpine's positioning. Bollinger's, Bollinger Motors files patent for new modular batteries. It will build in-house. Bollinger will make the batteries for its own vehicles and will, make, and will also make them commercially available. U.S. truck maker Navistar International accepts new merger offer from VW Group's Traton, or Traton, maybe. VW's truck unit will pay $44.5 per share to gain full control of Navistar. BMW X5M and X6M competition first editions launched, capped at 250 units each. The BMW X5M and X6M competition first edition models have BMW individual frozen paint. The 2021 Porsche Panamera Turbo S e-hybrid is a 689 horsepower plug-in hybrid. The range-topping plug-in hybrid has a larger battery pack and a top speed of 196 miles per hour. 2021 Mercedes-Maybach GLS starts at $160,500, or twice as much as the GLS 450. The, the luxurious four-seater will cost a little over $40,000 per seat. McLaren's high-performance hybrid hits the patent office as it gets caught by spy photographers. McLaren's upcoming hybrid has effectively been revealed ahead of its debut next year. 2021 Cadillac CT5 sports new V Performance Package. The package is designed to fill the gap between the CT5 Sport and the CT5 V. New 2021 Porsche 911 Turbo S sings to TechArt's tune of 700 horses. TechArt's tuning program for the 911 Turbo includes everything from styling upgrades to a performance kit. Ford wants Canadians to see Shelby GT350 and GT500 Mustangs coming, issues a recall to fix a DRL problem. These Shelby Mustangs are part of a new batch of recalls together with the Escape and Transit Connect. Updated 2021 Fiat Mobi for South America gains $8,500 trekking variant with SUV-like ground clearance. All 2021 Fiat Mobi models have a ride height of 190mm or 7.75 or 7 inches. 2021 Hyundai Veloster N's price increased by up to $4,670, uh, but it's justified. 
all new, not all new, all 2021 Hyundai Veloster N models come with the performance package as standard now. Anyway, though, I hope you all enjoyed. That is going to be it for this week's episode. If you did enjoy, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe, hitting the little notification bell, and then all notifications that way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well, then just be up wherever you get your podcast, type in Cody's Car Conundrum before you set off, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.